0: And I'm back. I can't believe it. I had a conversation with producer Chase right before we got started and a friend of mine in the hallway talking about how it's been eight days, five podcasts that I've been on here at Sticky Paw Studio here in Las Vegas and all I did was answer the call to action and that's what I'm hoping to do with this podcast with you is inspire you to not be afraid to cross that line and step into that special world. This is a place where each and every one of my guests has a unique special story, unique in their own way, because we're all born into this ordinary world and we figure out why we're here, what we're supposed to do, and that call to action keeps coming at us until we actually answer it. And for me, I'm the lead singer of a band called Elvis Monroe with my best friend, Mr. Ben Carey. I get a chance to tour the country. I get to share my stories through music with our fans who call themselves the Elvis Monroe mafia. And I know they're watching right now and I want to say thank you for that. But along this journey, you will find like peaks and valleys and it's how you navigate through that and how you find a way to make this world yours. And my guests today have done that. So I want to introduce you to them. But before that, I want to introduce myself. Uh, behind the board, I got producer Chase. And he's my guy. Now, there he is. Say hi. Hey, hey. So um, my name's Brian Hopkins. And this is a Hero's Journey podcast. Today, my guests are my boy, Mr. J.P. Pierce from Dadcast, everybody, say hi to everyone. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Oh man, to to your left and straight on from me, Mr. Robert James, say hi to everyone, buddy. Hello, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry,
1: man. We're not going to do this one-word answer. I hope not. I'm going to talk all day long. I know, Mr. Radio Guy, and that's going to you know really help me out a little bit because I'm the one used to doing that so much, but. First of all, before anything gets said and done here, man, I'm proud of what you're doing. Thank you. It's amazing to see and, and just everything you do, not only musically, but in the event, joining the podcast world and, and getting your world. into this. Yeah. Thank it's, you. it's really cool to see. I'm proud of you and I am honored to be on this show with you. I appreciate it. Thank you, brother. It's amazing, man. Yeah. So let's do this thing. Let's
0: do it. Well, here's the thing I'm really proud of you guys. You and Nick, you're missing your other half. Um, If he was over here, he would just be quiet anyway. Yeah, he wouldn't be saying much. (laughs) He
1: would just sit there looking pretty and short.
0: And he's getting in great shape (laughs) and making us all look bad. But uh, we miss Nick. Nick, if you're out there, buddy, and you're watching right now, um, we miss you. And so do the DadCast fans. But I want to get into this. I want to talk about how JP went from – I'm from Oregon, just like you. How we went from there – to right here, how you're sitting here at Sticky Paw Studios in Las Vegas. What's that journey, and that kid who's out there listening, thinking I can be, a, I want to be a radio DJ, I, or I want a podcast, or I want whatever. The job for us is to help inspire and mentor someone that we might not be able to even see or meet. Yeah, and well, it all tell started us about for
1: me. It all started with. I grew up in Southern California, okay. so my, my journey that you say started in Oregon started in Southern California, mm-hmm. and just doing odds and end jobs, um, always loved listening to the radio. Uh, in particular, KROQ K- in Los Angeles, K-Rock, the world famous <laughs> K-Rock, and I'd imitate Kevin and Bean in the mornings, I'd listen to him going to work, and I said, you know I could I could do what these guys do, but nothing ever really came of it. Okay. and moved to Oregon from family and you know started a life there i'm there 2 weeks i know nobody i found a station 969 krog and uh, it's called krog and it's actually in the rogue valley where okay. where i live now so that's a little call to the name there but i knew no one listened to the radio loved it went to a uh, an event they called uh, rogue night it's karaoke and drinking and, you know, at a bar. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I know nobody. I can sing a little bit. I enjoy karaoke I certainly enjoy drinking. This is pre-fatherhood, mind you. And <laughs> I went in, had a few drinks, and I met the DJ who was working there at the time. His name was Cosmo. Cosmo, if you're watching, love you, buddy. He, uh, <laughs> I, I, I got drunk, and, and my personality hasn't evolved much. I'm pretty much the same outgoing guy then, probably more so then than now. Yeah. God help everyone. <laughs> and I said, I could do what you do. You guys hiring? Just being total confident, cocky guy. And he said, as a matter of fact, our night guy just quit. Uh, gave me a card. He said, come in. So yeah, I, you,
0: you had a card, though?
1: I, I had a card. No, no, he gave me his card. Okay,
0: I was like, wait a minute. Right. You had a card? Boom, I want to be a radio DJ. I thought, that's yeah, impressive. No, yeah, right. <laughs> and, 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 and
1: foresight. Uh, he said, come in and audition. And b- before I could do that, I had to meet everyone. So anyway, I came in, went to the radio station. It was my birthday in the early 2000s. And he said... Okay, we're hiring. We're going to give you an audition. I said, cool, when? He's like, right now. He took me up wow. to the studio, put me in front of that mic, and said, I want you to talk here, 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 and here. Hit that button, crank up that thing, go. Whoa. Right. That was throw him in the fire, man. Deep Whoa. end of the pool, didn't know how to swim. Yeah. Did it. It was terrible. I've got a recording of it. Uh, but it was apparently good enough to land me the job. So That's I became amazing. the uh, night DJ, so 7 to midnight on 96.9 KROG, and for about six months, and the ratings came in. Apparently, I was pretty good at what I did, and they moved me to mornings, no, which is the, the sm- hot spot. Right, the morning show, and Cosmo and I became a team, and we were the Rude Awakening on 96.9 The Rogue, and we did real well for a few did years. Did you come up and, with that name, Rude Awakening? Um, we had an actual contest. Uh, you know, have listeners name, name the show. Okay. And that's what. Uh, that's won. a
0: great name. Right, it was. That's a great name. That's my alarm clock going off. Rude awakening. You, know? yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So,
1: I, here, blah, 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 blah. You know, I've worked in radio. That's how I got into doing radio. And so, to guys out there, kids out there, like you said, you follow your heart and you yeah. need that oomph. If you want to do something, do it. Try it. You're never going to know unless you dive head first in. And I had no training, I did not go to school for this, I just had a knack. And apparently a voice. Um, 15, 20 years later, I went up the ladder. I became program director of other radio stations that shall not be named. And here we are. I'm a radio guy through and through.
0: Where are you at right now?
1: Um, I own Pirate Radio. I'm one of the owners. Okay. P-Y-R-A-T-E Radio, PirateRadio.com. It's a uh, streaming radio station. And it's actually aired on FM in the Turks and Caicos.
0: Hey Chase, can we throw that up thepiraterradio.com? That'd be amazing. Thank Producer
1: you. Chase, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it. So yeah, uh, yeah that's you know if you like island music and classic rock, Jimmy Buffett, reggae, Elvis A- Monroe, A- Elvis Monroe. There, you're on there. Yeah. You are I love you. in rotation. I love that. Um, Thank you. So I, I do that. I still do that to this day. And pandemic hit, and Nick's an old buddy of mine. We worked together in radio in his concert promoting days. And we were both having a pretty difficult time with life. Who wasn't during right. that time? Um, Nick's case, uh, he was having issues with his newborn baby in the NICU. And in my case, uh, my lovely lady was battling breast cancer. She my heart goes just, out to
0: both of you guys. She, that was a. She tough just, time. yeah, she,
1: we just found out. And turns out she had to have a double mastectomy. And huh, I'm no woman. But I can't even imagine what that must do to the psyche yeah. and the emotional stress and and the stress for me to be the guy who got to be strong for the whole family. Mm-hmm. We needed an outlet. So we started a podcast. And Nick says, well, what's our premise going to be? What, what are we going to talk about? And I says, well, we're both dads. Right. And we're pretty good at it. Uh, I can talk. I don't know about you, but I can talk for days and days and days uh, about my kids to anyone who wants to listen to me. Right. And... DadCast
0: was born. I remember watching a couple of the first episodes, and I thought, wow, this is on point and clever. And you were doing it from your studio and his studio and talking to each other. And I thought, wow, these guys, they're on to something right now. It was a a nice concept in a time when we couldn't even shake hands or be anywhere near each other. The world was just upside down. Yes. So, amazing.
1: Yeah, and we we talked out our problems, and it was, like I said, it was, we can blow off steam, and it snowballed and grew into this beautiful big thing that it is today, where we are sitting at a table with Brian freaking (laughs) Hopkins of Elvis Monroe and Paperback Hero and many other great things.
0: Oh, thank you. On
1: the beginnings of his adventure into a a new podcast.
0: Well, thank you. And, you know, I want to go back to a little bit of K-Rock. Okay. Because when I moved from Oregon to... LA. K-Rock was, I was in a band called Asa Cruz, and mm-hmm. I learned a lot from, from an artist uh, by the name of Daniel Bautista, and he was a great writer. And we had the chance to work with Rick Parisher, who did Pearl Jam's 10, Alice Chain, Blind Melon, you know, the single soundtrack, a lot of really cool things. And I wasn't writing songs, though. So I saw a contest that was going on, it was like maybe three months out. and uh-huh. It was a battle of the bands. K-Rock was putting on. Okay. And uh, I found myself itching to want, I wanted to do it. We had just played our last show at the Rose Bowl as Asa Cruz. And Daniel said, hey, I'm done. And I had to pick up a guitar and start writing songs. And so I wrote songs, teamed up with a, a guy named Chris Latham, who's in Bisto Blanco now, a big rock band with Chuck Garrick from uh, Alice. Alice Cooper, mm-hmm. and um, but we ended up writing some songs, and won that K Rock contest. Boom. So and but I I had to like put it out there. I had to sit down, really just go for it. And I, I teamed up with Dan Fine and Glenn Sobel from Alice Cooper from the uh, what is it Hollywood Vampires yes, sir. with Johnny Depp. Uh-huh. So that was my first drummer was Glenn Sobel, and he recorded with me and whatnot. So. I have a tie-in with K-Rock. I won a couple of their contests, um, and then it just kind of grew. It went from there to winning Star 987. Um, I was on with Frosty, Heidi, and Frank, the talk show. They're right. a great show, national show, whatnot. I'm hoping to do that again, if you're listening out there. I hey. want to do your show again. Come on, K-Rock. Yeah. You know? But, uh, no, it's just, it was a great time. So. Dude, Rodney My, on the Rock, Jed the Fish. Oh, Rodney on the Rock says, stud. Are you kidding me? I, yeah, 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 so K-Rock, Kevin and Bean, you know, uh, I did shows for them. I put on concerts. Because of that, I had a tie-in. All of a sudden, I'm getting calls to do big shows and play, you know, at the racetrack, the horse races. And when K-Rock put on these big concerts, you know, Alien Ant Farms one weekend, Paperback Heroes the next weekend. It was some really cool stuff. By the way, didn't you guys have Alien Ant Farm on no, someone from Alien Ant Farm on DadCast, or is that coming?
1: We had uh, Ty Zamora? Yeah. Was not he Was was he? No, was he No, Alien Ant Farm? I'm, I'm going to sound like a jerk here. No, no but you guys have no, had he was a different, so many. Yes, so many guess, musical guests. On. Yes. It's hard to keep track, man. And I'm sorry.
0: Same, because you guys give me a lot of assignments. Because I'm going to get to the day that I get a call from you guys, and you're calling me saying, hey, we need to find an agent. We need to get a manager. This stuff is getting out of control. Who was the comedian that that was the big game changer? Oh
1: man! Of course, you put me on the spot.
0: Yeah, come on now, um, big um, comedian. Um, he's uh,
1: Comedy Central. Uh, 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 yeah, he's he's the Middle Eastern John John Stewart. I, Are you kidding me? I can't. You know what? I'm going to look it up. I no, don't even care. Uh, yeah. So, well, anyway, it was, it was him. Yeah, it was that, that guy. guy. We had the, him on. Right. It was huge. <laughs> it was just out of control. He's a brand new author, and he wants to be on DadCast. Are you kidding? Me?
0: Yeah, he reached out to you guys, but they would only deal with having an agent and all these things that yeah. were going on. So you guys gave me a call and, and asked if would you I'd be, play the role. Yeah, would yeah. you be the guy to to answer these calls? 'cause you know that world Brian you come from that world and I said I do but if they're asking for an agent to deal with then this you guys need an agent. Yeah. And that's when I called up Teddy. Yeah. And but I said no at first. I'm like you guys need somebody better than me. Right? And 20 minutes later I you guys had an agent. 20 I know. minutes later you had an agent and then we were all a team and we find ourselves just landing just Joe Nichols uh I'm Brett Young. Young. Yes. So you know what? Can you pull Tom that Tom Arnold. I There's, mean, we've had... Yeah, we had Stor, uh, Stormy Warren from... Uh, Sirius, Sirius XM the highway. Yeah, exactly. He's uh,
1: one of the top radio DJs in the world, yeah. especially on that genre, which Elvis
0: Monroe will be played on one day if I have my way. Yeah, me It's going to happen.
1: It's going to happen. You're going to
0: the Yes, the love he gave us on the podcast was really good. There it is. So... It was a really good time. I mean, look at that. You got Brett Young who is a stud and a good friend of ours. He actually is the reason why he was on that podcast is uh one of our singles, One Day Sunday. One Day Sunday is going to be um uh one of the singles off our new record. So, that was a good time.
1: That was a good time. That was our first you know the comedian, and I'm 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 still drawing a blank, That's okay. and, and it's killing <laughs> Nick me that is I can't gonna be come up with so that. So
0: upset with us right nah, now. Nah, <laughs> he'd be fine. I could
1: look at. I even looked. At, I want to say, Bassam Youssef. There you go, Bassam Youssef. Thank yes. you. He he uh, he was our first major player. Yeah, like 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 big time guest. It was,
0: it was a game changer. Yeah, and I remember when you guys. It got allowed the,
1: us to you yeah. know tell the world you know we're not just having my neighbor Robbie on. Exactly. You know, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. Thank you. No, but it's
0: it's one of those things where where we went and uh, and you got you Twitters, You guys get tweeted by people wanting to be on the show too. Yeah, it's and when I get you a guest, those guests have guests because you guys do such a great job. Oh, thank you. And the concept of talking about your kids. Yeah. And that's one of
1: your good friends, he uh, nailed it, nail on head, Mr. Randy Couture. Yeah we had him on thanks to you and he said he's turned down many of these type of shows but ours came along and yeah granted we got the friend influence the bro hookup probably but he was so forthcoming and honest and outright when he said you want me to come on a show and talk about my kids right of course and that's what's kind of resonated I think with almost every single guest that we have on there, you know, whether it's an A-list celebrity or an athlete or you know a musician, they are coming on knowing we're not going to talk about my next movie or my last championship or the new single we're putting out. I get to talk about my kids, right? And of course, we do end up talking about you know the other things, but that's they're like I'm in, sign me up. Where do I? Let's go.
0: You know, and what's great, it started that the look of your podcast. Started from in the pandemic world, yep, right? So it was Zoom, everything, yep, and it made it that much easier to get guests yep. for you guys. It and still it's a, does, it's a great concept, yeah. They could be sitting on the set or uh, backstage, and they're it's great to be. When you guys ask me to be a guest host on there, it's a lot of fun for me to sit back and chat. And most of the time, it's guys that are people that I know. But the one thing that happened yesterday, which is really cool, oh! I said, I I, I had someone that I wanted to be a guest Mm -hmm. on on this show, and she's just a a superstar. Do you even know about this? Yes.
1: Our first single
0: mom appearing on DadCast. My mom was really happy to see that post. She said there are single moms out there that are doing dad parts and mom. Of course. And so... It was perfect, and she's military. She, this girl works hard. Her name is Chelsea Cruz, and she's going to be your first female on Dadcast. Yeah,
1: and and I like to be clear. I want to point it out that we are not. This isn't all just. You have to be a dad to no. be on the show. It's the dads and Dadcast are myself and Nick, and of course there is that theme that we talk about being dads. But it is not you know anyone and everyone. Is welcome on Dadcast to talk about. You might be a dad to a fur baby. I don't know. Right, that works too, man. But well, we're we're really really stoked. I am. I'm really looking forward to having that because you know, <laughs> uh, without moms, there ain't going to be no dads. No,
0: my mom said that today too. I'm on the phone and she called me about that. She said I'm really proud of those guys for doing that because without us moms. There are no dads. Exactly. So it was really cool. And I'm looking forward to the new adventure that you guys are having. And now we're getting, we're moving into the world and landing actors. And I want to get some actresses help get on the podcast. And what sticks out to you? Like you already pointed out Randy Couture. Is there a moment that you were doing one of the podcasts one day that just went, oh, this was great. Like Jordan Farmar. Really? On
1: location here in Las Vegas okay. about a year and a half ago um, at Ben's garage studio, yeah, you, which you spend plenty of time in. my recording studio. We did there. we did a yeah. dual episode that day. We had uh, <clears throat> Mr. Brian Lindsay on. Yeah. I'm not going to say his nickname because I know that's annoying, <laughs> um, but we had Brian Lindsay on and then Jordan Farmer on the same day. Now, I grew up in L.A. I'm a huge Laker fan. I literally grew up in my 20s watching him play right. with Kobe Bryant, win championships. And here he is sitting right in front of me, and we're talking about his kids in Vegas. It, it That was, I think still to this day, that is the moment that I knew that this adventure, this podcast, this thing that we're doing, um, not only resonates, but it's going to stick around, yeah. and it's going to be good thing. But got to keep putting in the work.
0: You do. And do you think that had something to do with most of your podcasts are on Zoom, and you got the chance to sit across from him and look him in the eyes, shake his hand, take pictures with him, and have like, wow, yeah. Well, what I've done has brought him into the same room. Well,
1: we have you to thank for that. Yeah,
0: but still, A big,
1: big part of it is yeah. you, man. It, it really is. And it, but
0: then that's that
1: can be said about anything and everything. Connections, people who right. you know how you treat people, um, all of that is it works together. And but yeah, I mean. I, was, I don't fanboy much because I've worked in the industry. I can't tell you how many musicians and actors I've interviewed or met because they came in the radio station or we were having some kind of contest or whatever. Um, I don't really get, <gasps> ooh, right. I get excited for the moment. Oh, of and, course. and what is happening. Like and, I am and right now. Was, and that was one with Jordan. You know, it was really cool, but I didn't fanboy. The only time I fanboyed, this is funny, I said this earlier I had a podcast for Dadcast earlier today with the Nashville Dads Club, free plug. And Mm -hmm. uh, we brought up the only time I've really fanboyed in the past 15 years, like it really went, uh, it was when I met Johnny Depp, when the Hollywood vampires came to town. We did a meet and greet from the radio station. And that was, that was, (laughs) that was pretty Uh, surreal, man. That's, you know, whoa. Okay. So
0: I I got a story for that, but I want to go to Jordan Farmar. Yeah. Jordan, when I met Jordan, it was the same thing for me. I own Red Chapter Clothing with my partners, Ryan Palmer and Mark Palmer. Mark's a, an, an amazing artist. And we had Jordan and then upside down Farmar on his shoulders. It's shoulder to shoulder. Mm-hmm. So here's this guy who is playing for the Lakers, going and getting our tattoo, which Mark designed for him, wow. on his shoulders. So that was my connection with him when I met him. Right. And because of that, and what I do, all of a sudden, our worlds collide and we're friends. And he's Ben's neighbor, and that helps too. And I get to play with his kids, and, and we, you know, we what we do one of those uh, escape rooms together one uh-huh. night, had a blast. And but still, just a great guy. And yeah. he was the first time I ever had a. Te- it was in a Tesla that drove itself, like your old right. car.
1: And you know? and also, uh, speaking of first. And, and, I, and as far as I know, he's telling the truth. I don't see why any reason he would lie about it. But DadCast podcast was the very first, and still to this day, the only podcast Jordan Farmer has been on.
0: That's amazing. I I'm think Jordan to needs two. to be number two. Yes, yeah. sir. You know where I'm heading, <laughs> I'm right? I'm have to get him in here and do that with me. Um, yeah, for sure. And the Johnny Depp story, I met Johnny Depp as well. Um, back when I was an actor, uh, I had auditioned for 21 Jump Street 3. And it looked like I got the part, uh, the lead in one of these episodes. I mean, the the lead in the actual show. And Johnny Depp shows up to my work, and he's asking for me. And I was waiting tables. Oh, I know where this is going. Yeah. And so he pulled me into another room, and it, it was a little side room. And all the girls are watching through the soup you know, the little area looking through with their eyes, watching the conversation. And my brother just walks up and just starts listening. He thought, this is cool. And he was giving me tips on how to work with the owner of the show right. and what to expect. And he said, I'd heard about you and I hope it goes well. And it never got picked up, but I thought, wow, Johnny Depp actually came in to help like pass on the baton yeah, and say, Here's what I've learned working with Stephen J. Canal. He's great. You're going to have a blast. Um, and here it is. It didn't get picked up. It, we never shot it because I, it needed seven episodes to be you know, launched or whatever it was for the third one. And they didn't like the seven or th- however many, and it didn't get made. But it was really cool to have him come up to me and
1: yeah. and give me that. And, and 20 years later, he's door. still the cool
0: guy. Dude, he's a rock Yes, he, he has
1: permission to kiss my lady. No and way. He go, actually, she asked me permission and I. And then he looked at me, man. he's like, give me a cool fire. He says, yeah, man. I'm taking her home. But, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So what do you think? I, you I, won I, by that. I got it. Yeah. Yes, I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. For months. <laughs> months. You. Know, she gets mad at me. Hey, remember Johnny Depp? Mm. Uh, <laughs> you did arrange that. Yeah. Oh, man. So have you done any acting? I'm sorry. the 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 lead in the podcast is happening. To me, I'm starting. To no, you you can
0: do that all have day long. Have you done long? acting recently? Anything? Nothing yet, but I have something in the works. Okay. I have a good friend of mine, uh, Scott Hartman, I grew up with in Oregon, and he went to uh, Southern Oregon. He's a all American hammer thrower. But he when he moved to Hollywood, I remember sitting by a pool one day, and he said to me, "I know my calling, but I have to actually." Move towards it and try and figure out how to get there. Right. And all of a sudden, he's a the teacher at the New York uh, Film Academy in Hollywood, and um, he's in the master's program, so he teaches filmmaking. So he and I are working on a project right now. Love so I'm it. putting it out there and making sure that you know I'm I'm keeping you, Scott, accountable because we're about seventy pages in, and it's I get to star in this, and the song Songbird Road. Is the song that I actually wrote for? Oh, look the forward script. to that. The reason I
1: asked is um, I know a guy sitting right next to me, yeah, who has persevered and made movie after movie after movie off of his own budget, uh, doing what he loves, like okay. we sp- spoke about at the beginning. You know, he, this is what he wants to do, and uh, I I want to introduce. Oh, I Robert please. James. Yes, he is. There a part for Brian Hopkins in any (laughs) upcoming movie when he's in Oregon. Even if it's a quick cameo. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, bud. So tell me, you know, what have you worked on? What have you done? Um, Okay, so we have to go back to
2: 2017. Okay. I had just finished the script for One Step Ahead and I wanted to do a film that was kind of like those old um, film noirs. Humphrey Bogart, Fedora's that sort of thing, you know, wow,
0: that's diving in head first, you know you're you're talking about wardrobe and and the cars and the houses and the things that yeah, you're okay. gonna have to use, but go ahead exactly
2: a period film is not going to be cheaper no, yeah, so um but I also wanted it to be different than um just another you know here's a detective he solves a murder, and then that's about it. I wanted it what's going to make mine stand out uh from all the other ones, so um I thought. Okay, I wanna add a different element to it. And so I had this idea. I was like, what would it be like if you're Lauren Bacall and you're Humphrey Bogart or whatnot, right? And um, but you have today's technology back then. What would the world be like? Mm-hmm. So I mean, can you imagine if like, you know, you're um Gregory Peck or, you know, or one of these other guys and uh, all of a sudden you just whip out a cell phone and you're like, I need to look up this guy. Oh yeah. Oh he, wow. Yeah, he's in the mob. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. But I was like, no, it's got. There's got to be a reason for it. You don't. I don't want this to just be like a one-off, uh, Twilight Zone or Black Mirror or something like that. You okay. Know? There's got to be a reason for it. Why does the technology exist back then? So I was uh, writing the idea, and I spent a year writing the script, coming up with this idea. And I'm not lying. It actually began with the idea of oh aliens land on earth and then they're already advanced and then we just adopt their technology and then yeah then there's this murder mystery and then what about the aliens yeah this isn't gonna work (laughs) right so i scrapped that idea but i still wanted like you know and so here's what i did i figured it out and there might be some mild spoilers with the story of the movie and stuff but i'm gonna try and avoid the vast majority of the spoilers i thought okay what if there was somebody that was like steve jobs okay and uh he did what he did with technology from like the 80s to the 2000s because you remember when like computers were really really terrible and now you have one in your pocket with a high definition screen right right and that was pretty quick like 25 30 years right what if that happened right after world war ii right after you know and once we had you know uh the war had ended then all of a sudden the big booming economy and stuff and you know it was all pro um um, a car in every garage and, you know, a family, uh, you know, and single income and, you know, all that stuff. What if, um, technology started, uh, there was a guy and he started doing that from the uh, from the, uh, forties to the sixties instead of the eighties to the two thousands. They had that big technological boom. Okay. And so I have a five minute montage in, the, in the beginning of the movie it starts at the end of world war II and then it stops at 67 And then all of a sudden they have the same technology we have right now. The internet, cell phones, uh, computers, and that sort of thing. But if you develop technology from 45 to 67, that would alter history. And I thought that would be really great. What if they had mobile communication in 63 and they were able to find out about the shooter? And JFK is actually now in his second term. Oh, wow. What if they had social media and civil rights happened way earlier? And it stopped a a politician from pushing uh, our soldiers to go to Vietnam. Okay. So, you got all these different uh, things going on. So, this on. is in your movie? Yes. This is the first five minutes, and it's a montage. And okay. it catches you up and it like slowly guides you. And then the audience goes, Oh, okay. We're entering an, into an alternate timeline. Okay. And then once the.
0: Very comic book in a way, too, you know, like the whole uh, Marvel. Uh, you know, and what DC is doing, meaning different timelines. World building. Exactly. There you go. Exactly.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, this is what's going to be different than just a normal, you know, film noir from the 40s or 50s. And so at the end of the montage, it's 1967, and you've seen how everything's different. JFK's in his uh, second term and stuff. Maybe there's a some people that are really distrusting of the um technology they don't like it because it was also during the mccarthy era where you know there was blacklists in hollywood for writers thinking that they might be an influential toward um communist ideologies and things like that right so then you also have to worry about the, there was a big anti-war and, and stuff like that what if that accentuated because of technology social media so Dude, then they, this
0: guy's smart they, sorry <laughs>
2: i did a lot of studying yeah this wow but it actually wasn't really that hard considering how much went you know how much um our societies and history uh evolved through the 60s i mean you're talking about all these things and then you're like oh well it was basically just bullet points and i'm like okay well this would have changed this would have changed and so it was really actually easy for me to just introduce technology in that era and then build a a world. Based off of all these events, oh. and then I was like, "Okay, boom! Now we're in '67. Half the people don't like this technology; they're scared of it."
0: Okay.
1: Uh,
2: JP plays a character. Who- I'm one oh, of those guys. I, I'm the drunk guy at the bar. That's literally what I'm credited as. Oh wow! Okay, so, mm-hmm. so- he plays one of the characters. Like, I'll set up the scene, right? People don't like the technology, you know, and then other people are like, "No, nah, it's cool, man. This is great. Look at this. I can find when Audrey Hepburn's next movie is. This is great." And they're scrolling through their phone, and maybe someone like JP goes can you just not use that around me? You don't even right. know how that works. Okay. That's full of like things that you can't even comprehend and you put it up to your head.
0: How do you know that's not going to melt your brain? Right. How do you know the government's not listening in? So oh, they are. is this, is this movie <laughs> it's out so it can be seen. Where can, where can we see this movie now?
2: Uh, I'll get to that. I just one more thing. Oh, sure. <laughs> please. Sorry. <laughs> It's my turn. (laughs) (laughs) No, so the movie ends with 1967, and the audience is like, oh, okay, so this is a totally different world. And then it goes into my character. I'm a PI, and a widow hires him to investigate the murder of her husband. And it's an unsolved case, and it's a cold case, and he takes it because he needs the money. But he, you know, asks her, and you're like, I don't know if I'm going to do this. I want you to have realistic expectations. And she's like, okay, you know, hopefully you can do it. And then... You better be careful, man. They're not going to even have to need to watch the movie. Just, I don't know. Anyway, so he works the case, and it turns out to be much bigger than he thought. Okay. So it's a murder mystery inside of a uh, unique world-building world that I built.
0: And it's called... Can we put... Hey, Chase, can we pull up that poster again? I saw you throw that up there. Yes. The movie's called One Step Ahead. Just a a second. Yeah, no worries. And has it uh, won any
1: awards? Uh, Okay, well... Or is that the hit and miss? Well...
2: (laughs) <laughs> well, it, it's going to coincide with what you guys said, because I, I finished the movie in late summer of 2019, and we all know what happened six months later. Right. All the film festivals got shut down, and so it really took all the wind out of my sails for promotions and stuff like that. Okay. So now here we are two years later, film festivals don't take movies that are two years old.
0: No oh. way. Yes. Especially okay.
2: if they're already um, available on streaming services, which is on Tubi TV. Amazon, Plex, Zumo, IMDb Pro, and several other streaming services where you can watch my movie.
0: Dude, congratulations. And you live in Oregon, yes. right?
2: And what do you do outside of this? Outside of my filmmaking? Yeah. Uh,
0: I work at the post office in the maintenance department. So. Very cool. And so that's what, I'm, that's what I'm getting at with this podcast, is that you took an idea from right here, right? Yeah. And you use this right here, and you made it happen. You found a way to take it, and you put it in action, and we can watch it. We can, when this is over, go find your movie and watch it because you did it. And that's what this is all about. It's to help try and inspire those who are sitting in the same position going, I have a great idea, Mm -hmm. and they never do it. Or even when it comes to a job, A choice of job or a call to action to move. A lot of us end up getting an opportunity to leave our comfort zone of home. You know, you left California, went to Oregon, and look what you've done in the last couple of years. You just made a film. You know, it's awesome. Are you looking to do another one?
2: Yeah. I also want to bring up uh, the music of the movie. Every bit of music that you hear even if some guys over here and he's drinking a beer and you hear a song on the radio in the background we made that song every bit of music they produced like wow they scored it everything yeah so pretty when i say we when i say we i mean thomas prislak plug for you dude he wrote an entire score for the film as well as we have five original songs and you can actually watch or i mean download the soundtrack on itunes if you want
0: oh good for you
2: yeah, good. F- and so uh, this guy, you, man. yeah, Tom Prislak, same as just us. He also lives uh, in Oregon with us, and we're all not that far away from each other, really. Uh, and he works, he works for the IRS. <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude, that that's really great and very inspiring for me. Sit back. I I said we're gonna save it. I wanted to learn about you while you were sitting at the table across from me. Impressive, dude. I, I, you know, I appreciate I applaud it. Applaud you. Um, same here. Hey, um, Chase, is there's, there's a little something special that uh, we wanted.
3: Yeah, uh, I think we have like
1: a special guest in the studio today. Um, I, I took down his information, um, but uh, he's actually sitting right next to me. So if you want to go have a sit in the chair right here, I set up a microphone for you. Dude, uh,
0: yeah, yes, hey, yeah. So here's what's up. You don't know that this is going on. Donnie Dupree. What's up, buddy? Have a seat. Put that headset on. So, on my way over here this morning, I get a a text message and it's from my buddy Donnie. And he says, Hey, are you doing your podcast today? Because I invited him to come down anytime you wanted. And um, in that, you got to lean into the mic. But in that text, you said, Man, I I just want to come watch. I I love that the entertainment world. I love, he's, I don't countless times I've seen you at shows. We've written together. And, uh, I'm, I'm putting you on the spot that's fine um, i can handle it producer chase and i it was our idea We we wanted to surprise you and and put you on the show uh you are a military guy a veteran yep okay uh, you you are a dad of two three three yeah i'm three. sorry i'm so sorry but i thought this is perfect because i've got jp from dadcast on here and that's what it's all about i mean it's about this and giving these moments. And so tell everybody about yourself. I, w- I want... Give them a little you want something. the whole life story? No, I just... I, you know, you live
3: here in Las Vegas? I do, yep. Okay. Originally from Boston, Massachusetts.
0: I love that. Okay. So you're going to have to read something when we're done here. Okay. But, All right. But, but... So you're originally from Boston. You're in the military. What branch of military? I was in the Army. Okay. What'd you do yep. in the Army? I
3: was... Uh, 25 bravo so i did it computer stuff which i didn't like honestly that much i um i got reclassed from disassembling bombs because i didn't make it through the class wow yeah it's got like a like a 98 failure rate it's like the mit of (laughs) the military more or less
0: wow that's that's wild and then uh you. How long were you in the military? Uh,
3: three years. I hurt my shoulder, um, so they medically discharged me. I met my wife in the army as well. We were both army. Okay. Yep. And um, when we were stationed in Hawaii together, that's when we had Shane. He just turned seven, actually, the other day.
0: Yeah, uh, Shane went on the ride with yep. us a couple yeah. of weeks Shane's, ago.
3: Shane's a big fan of Brian. He loves <laughs> Brian. So is my son. Yeah. <laughs> my son, every time I get him on the
1: phone, got to get Brian on there, and I think the 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 shock. Of Star Struck has <laughs> finally started to wear off a little bit. You saw that today. He's just like, What up, Brian? Yeah, what yeah. up? He's what like, the cool, man, man. It's gone. Yeah, before you know. he's just like, Grr, <laughs> Grr,
0: You know, but I get it. I get it. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Um, I just wanted you to be a part of this, well, and thank you. And this, this guy here, he has one of the biggest podcasts, it's in the top one percent,
1: top one and a half percent, one and a half
0: percent uh, podcasts. And if, if, Nick was here. He'd say, "We are number one." We- <laughs> oh
1: yeah, he would have said we are number one two years ago. You need that mindset right. to succeed. Yes. Well, yeah. That guy manifests Absolutely.
0: everything to yeah. happen. He hustles. Then that guy outworks all of us. Um, yeah, he does. He's, he's a hard worker. He does. And I love the way you come in and just just run the show. I sit back when I'm a host. I just get to sit back and I drop a couple questions in there when I'm the guest host with you. But right now, I'm kind of running the show.
1: Yeah. but No, there's no kind of about it. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, mm, mm, you know. Holding back. It's weird being on this side. is it? it? Well, not really weird. Just, again, radio. I'm always leading. And the podcast, I I generally lead. Right. And in the, in the opportunity we get to do podcasts, I'm sitting on this side waiting. And then I, I had about 85 questions pop up, literally, in the past hour so far is there any came for this up. guy well you know there's there's the one major one i like to ask on dadcast sure. all the time and it's what i feel like the most important question i ask every guest i have on and that is if you good sir could impart one bit of advice on any new father or expecting to be father out there what would that be don't
3: be scared it's the easiest thing in the world
1: Okay, I can't
3: agree with you there. Oh, easy. (laughs) In fact, it's the
1: hardest damn thing I've ever done in my life, but I love it. It's the easiest, man. (laughs) The
3: the first one was scary at first. You know, I didn't know what to expect, what it was going to be like. You know, you have all those fears and emotions in your head prior to the the arrival, but once it's there, you don't have a choice. Yep, exactly. You you have to do it, so just dive in. Well, the good dads do do have that That, mindset. Very true. Yes, sir. Well, how, how awesome are you to where it is easy, right? Well, it's... It's the easiest thing for me in the world. I wanted seven kids when I met my wife. She wanted zero.
1: Well, let me, let me, I'm, I am going to drop this a little bit of goodness. All right. Um, you say it's easy. Uh, I'm willing to bet it would be a whole heck of a lot harder if the lady wasn't Oh, absolutely. Involved. So it takes two to tango, man, 100%. and you need to both be dancing.
3: A hundred percent. She's the one home 90% of the time with yep. the kids. I'm an entrepreneur, so I do my own business stuff, and she's the one at home with them all the time. Brings them to school, picks them up, takes them home, makes lunches. She does all that. That's why it's easy. It, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do my She's part doing though. all the work, man.
3: I do my part. Yeah.
0: Now well, you're, seen. you're a really good dad. Uh, Thanks, you man. really are. Um, it's, I follow you on social media. Yeah. Uh, we've been friends. We've been riding uh, back, it's been a while yeah, now. Yeah, it's been a while. Three, yeah. three
3: years, I think. Yeah,
0: and like I said, I, I'm grateful to you. Thanks for coming to show. Thank you. Thanks I'm for supporting. For you. Is there? Thank you. Of Is course. there any question for me that you would have? Because you said, "Hey, I would always, I would love to have a podcast, or I'd love to be a part." of the entertainment business. Well, here you Is go. Is there any questions? I've, I've
3: always had the, the little dream of not like full-time career, but I've always wanted to like be in a movie or be in a show or a podcast like this. So this dream came true today. There you thanks go. To, thanks uh-huh. to my friend here. He,
0: he said that in a text. And I'm like, man, if this guy shows up, I said, Chase, put a mic on the table. And uh, we're going to... We're gonna surprise him. So were you surprised? Great surprise. This was awesome. <laughs> that is, that is Was so a little cool. nervous coming in, not knowing. hey.
1: Moments like this, man, it it's really cool, and 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 you can, I know you can understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. Um. I've had so many, you know, whatever, big time musical guests interviewed and come in and have met them that that shine sometimes wears off, and you don't even realize it until. An example, you come in and you say that this right here is like, it's just wow to me. It's humbling. It brings me yep. back down to like, oh, yeah, that thing. I got the sh- I Yeah. Mean, look at. Look it. Yeah. I see it. it, it just though. thinking about that right now. Yeah. And it, it's like, I I still do 100% appreciate it. And it's thanks to you coming in here and yeah. saying that, that brings that back for me. And that you need a kick in the ass and a reminder of that you time. Do. that. Absolutely. And so, man,
0: thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. You know what? I... I got here. I did this a little bit here. This I right? Spied that did you earlier. see that? Yeah. So a buddy of mine is Chuck Capello, Capello okay. Heavy Transport in Boston. Uh, shout out, Chuck! I love you, dude. I love you, brother. I miss you. Um, Chuck is our partner in. He, he bought us a bus and oh, nice. And the coolest thing about Chuck, other than they call him Hollywood, no joke, <laughs> is his accent. So I always thought the Boston accent was was killer. So he gives me this sign, right? So I can speak Boston. See, I want
3: you to, this is your moment. You get to read this. I got to shine. Yeah, here we go. It's been a few years. Lean into the mic. This is what made my wife fall in love with me, by the way, with my accent. Yeah? And then why'd
0: you lose it then, bro?
3: well, I've been away. Yeah. <laughs> just like I had a Hawaiian accent for a little while too in Hawaii. It's it still comes out now and then. Yeah, the Boston maybe a little more when I'm mad. Just, uh, <laughs> I'm the same
2: way. I was born in Mississippi. If I'm mad,
0: it slips.
3: Yeah, always, man. Yeah. Always, it's the Southern comes out. Wait
0: a minute. You said Mississippi. He sure There's did. That. Mississippi. <laughs>
3: That's how you say <laughs> that, right? Yeah. I, uh,
0: Mississippi. Not if you're
1: from there. Really? You're Mississippi. He's also been drinking since 10 a.m., so.
3: Damn. Okay. Okay, not really. All right. Yeah. We kind of. Yeah, so, okay, Donnie, here we go. <laughs> All right. So I parked my car in Harvard Yard, and we take it to the north end for supper. I had some chowder and a beer. After that we go get these wicked big ice cream cones with jimmies. What's a jimmy by the it's way? It's a sprinkle for okay those who thanks. Don't know. Like the toppings <laughs> on your ice cream cone. I, I wanted to know. Okay. I knew that was coming when I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Against my wife every time. I still say Jimmy's. Oh, really? Yeah, Shane knows what they are now. <laughs> Sean knows what they are. Nobody else. We'll go to, we'll to dinner. Where queen. I come
1: from in Southern California, Jimmy is something completely uh, yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
3: gotcha. Uh, let me see. Calls with Jimmy's. Then we went to the Sox game. It was Pissa. When I finally get back to the car, I found out some cop gave me a freaking parking ticket. But anyways, I love Boston. <laughs> Thank
1: you, man. Felt like I was watching Good Will Hunting for I know, a second. Huh? I was just about to say that.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Classic movie. Uh, that's right. wicked. Wicked. Wicked pisser. Yeah. Yeah. Piss How do you like them apples? <laughs> yeah. You know, too, here's what's great about this particular podcast is we're actually co-branding it. Can you throw up the DadCast? Thank you yeah, so you, much, you can Chase. check it
1: out at DadCast.co, and, and if you're so inclined, go to our merch store, and you could pick up one of these amazing, awesome tees. Uh, and this is the, it's not a dad bod, it's a father figure t-shirt.
0: I love By that. By the way,
1: Father's Day is coming up if this episode gets dropped in time. Just saying. And if not, it's still a great t-shirt. You should get it whenever.
0: And it will. Um, we're looking to do that. Oh, uh, look at that. Producer Chase is knocking it out of the park. Yeah, the park. <laughs> <laughs> so, dadcast.co. Okay? What's great about this one is we're going to release it through a Hero's Journey podcast. By the way, what do you think of my logo?
1: I Are we getting completely real and honest, or should I fake it for the episode?
0: No, because I... Dude, it's getting mad love. It, it, it. I have questions. Go ahead. Here's
1: my thing. First of all, I like it. Okay. I don't love it. Okay. Um. The eyes. Well, it's just I don't know. I. I. I we spoke about this offer. You but actually. I changed it. You. I know you. But you yeah. actually sent me these. And and when when this was going on, it's and and my favorite I artist. Right. And yeah. and don't get me wrong. The art, great. That that picture, freaking bad ass. Amazing. No one's arguing that, but I'm Mr. I must analyze everything as please. When I it love comes it. To we podcasts. work together. And the only thing, and, and I could be completely wrong, it has happened. <laughs> um, it doesn't seem inviting. If I'm a random person, especially female, mm-hmm. unless I'm a goth chick, then I'm all over it. But if I'm scrolling through, you know, all these things, thousands of podcasts that are available and that comes up I don't know I, hero's journey I just I don't know it's contradicting but I love I, but here's love, the it. Thing. I love it I love it
0: I am Brian Hopkins from Elvis Monroe yes, and sir, it can't it, be more it, real yep. than that and exactly. that's the thing I don't honestly I do not care about appeal to this peel that what I do is I write songs yep. from here so I do what I do and hope that I find people who relate. Look who's right. sitting right next yes, to me. Yes, sir. This guy right here, we didn't know each other. Nope. And it was music that brought us together. Yeah. So it's that kind of thing. So I was like, I know what I want. I know what I want to do. And I'm a big fan of that guy right yep, there. Dude, Rob Bourbon really cool. is one of my favorite artists. And so when he drew me, I went, I need eyes. Yep. So he drew eyes. He doesn't normally do that. So he stepped out of his comfort zone. Right. And this right here, for me, this is where I connect with people. I connect right here. And I'm trying, to, I'm as open and as naked as I possibly can be. <laughs> Seriously, what is that with people. the significance of the X's over the eyes? The X's of the eyes are the edge. And that's his artwork. Okay. All right. That's his artwork. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's the edge. And I walk around, look at me. I'm on, I'm on a podcast, and I'm always me. You know what I'm saying? I'm always going to be me when I walk into a radio station. I'm always going to be, be me, and I'm 6'3", and I'm intimidating, but then all of a sudden, I'm the guy hugging you and giving you yeah. this, my whole heart. You walk away, you are as equal as the guy next to you until you prove otherwise. And the great kind of thing. thing is, Absolutely. to anyone who
1: may not know this man personally, uh, he's... Can we cuss on this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He ain't bullshitting at all, okay? Because I can count numerous people who've met you for the first time, who are friends of mine, um, who come back and say the exact same thing about this man. Thank you. He is genuine. The heart is huge. He's down to help everything, and even if that asshole who's on the podcast with him right now, who's his friend, is talking crap about his logo, you're not. Though saying, no, we I work know, together, I and I <laughs> love you.
0: That's what I love. Yeah. It's we work together, and that's the part. I do the same thing with you guys. Yep. You guys do stuff, and I throw out. And you, when you defend it, then I believe it. Yeah. I'm like, I be, I just defended. It oh, you because defended that's me. the Jesus out of that. But that's the point. It's we. It's. When, when you sit here and go, this is why I do whatever I right. do. And I'm like, okay, guys, I'm in then. I'm all in because you believe it. That's who you are. We move forward. And that's why you're kicking ass. I appreciate that's it. That's why you guys, I when I grow up, I'm going to be you guys. So what I was getting to my point yeah. was that this particular episode is going to be on DadCast. Yes, And it it's going to be on ours. Yes. So it's this cross-branding. And we're going to do a lot of this. Any time that you're in town... You come join me. Um, dude, I'm dude. And in. you're gonna co-host with me and we're gonna have a good time because that's what this is. We're giving these opportunities. Today I hope you got a smile. You're riding out on oh, your motorcycle. Yeah. This and you awesome. that's inspiring as heck, dude. Like for real. I can't wait to see your movie. It's a great concept. It was, I know it's a nerve-wracking thing to be sitting in front of a microphone and being put on the spot. But that's why I took a while to get to you, because I wanted you to just ease into what we're doing here. But you did a great job. I I felt like I talked too fast. No, (laughs) listen, you did a great job. You should have seen my first podcast. I was so nervous. And today, because I'm with my friend here, it was that much easier. And I know that if I went silent, he would just start talking with that really cool radio voice. You know what I'm saying? But this part in my uh, podcast of A Hero's Journey Oh. We're going to call my mom. Shut up. Okay. my mom and dad are having their 53rd anniversary. 53.
1: 53 anniversaries. Okay. I don't even have 53 years on me yet. Okay.
0: And what's really cool about this is my mom and dad, uh, they got together when they are 13. What? Wow. 13 years old. And they had me at 16. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and I won't. I won't. I won't. Don't tell the do story. the math. I won't. Yeah. I, no, I, but I'm
1: not going to tell the story. You What's was story? When I hung out with your parents and they told me the story of. Oh, you can
0: tell self. it. <laughs> he was
1: conceived in the back of a what? A Chevy? A Ford? Uh, I, what was it?
0: We'll ask my mom. Okay, we're going to call it. my mom right now. So hold on. Um, so. Come on now. Producer Chase and I have had some uh, incidents with my mom not answering. Hello? There she is. Okay, did you turn the TV off in the background? That's all I want to know. Because I can hear it. Yeah, Dad. <laughs> is, is Dad there?
4: Yes, he can hear you.
0: Okay, so here's the thing. I am sitting here with J.P. Pierce from DadCast, Robert James, and my boy Donnie Dupree. So, uh, Dupree, right? Dupree. 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 And so, anyway, Donnie Love you, dude. Love you. Mom, um, today is your 53rd anniversary, and we just wanted to say happy anniversary for starters. And JP has a question for you. Uh,
1: happy anniversary, moms, by the way. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, the question that is going to air across the world is how, when, and where was uh, Mr. Brian Hawkins, your amazing son, conceived?
0: Uh,
1: that would be in
0: the backseat of '59 Chevy. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Okay. So that
4: I, w- was his first Indian name.
0: '57 <laughs> Chevy. <57 Impala. Shetty. laughs> That's crazy. Um, I forgot what it was. I'm glad. It, I'm I'm six three, so I'm glad it wasn't like a. A Volkswagen, A Volkswagen Bug or something. Yeah, you know? <laughs> my thoughts exactly. Thanks. Um, you
4: can thank Chevy for that. Yeah,
0: is, is Dad there?
4: Yes, he is right here.
0: Dad, happy an- happy anniversary, Spoonman. All right, thank you. Hey, Mom, I want to introduce you to uh, producer Chase. Say hi. Hey,
4: hi, hey. I think I seen him the other day. I watched The reel. Yeah. Is he the cute one with that uh, beard, little
0: beard? A little goatee, yeah, he's yes. got the goatee, and he sang some opera. I put him on the spot. That is yes. correct. I saw that. Yeah, I,
4: I watched it. I was wondering if he wanted my autograph.
0: <laughs> I do. He does. <laughs> so I have a question. Um, Fifty-three years. How do you do it?
4: Oh, we hide all the guns and knives in our house. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Amazing answer. (laughs) He never
4: whispers any of his girlfriend's names. (laughs) He's not made that mistake. (laughs)
0: Um, Well, again, you know what this podcast is about, and I've said it to you on the phone a couple of days ago. I talked about you on one of the podcasts that you haven't seen yet. But um, you and Dad are literally my heroes for giving me a chance at life, giving me a chance to do the things that I want to do, and giving me all the love and support that you've given over the years. You've never questioned um, my choices. Uh, I remember getting in a car and just saying, "I'm moving to California," and I didn't tell you that I didn't have anywhere to go. Um, I just left. I knew I had to get away and do something bigger than I was doing. Uh, baseball had went away, and. And you guys just believed in me. And when I said that I might need to come home, you said, no, nope, you don't need to. So I, I love you and thank you so much for for giving me a chance and and my my brother and, and my sisters and I it's fitting. I'm sitting here with JP from Dadcast and my buddy Donnie who's got three kids and um it's I love you, Mom. I love you, Dad. And thank you for giving me life and for being together this long. Most of my friends' parents are not together, you know?
4: Well, that, it just something we cannot divorce ever. We can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> we need new tires on the fifth wheel. <laughs> <laughs>
0: She's she a stand-up? <laughs> I know. I know. I give her a heart-to-heart moment, and my mom's cracking jokes. Yep. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. I love you, Mom. I,
4: it's either that or they can listen to me cry. That's ugly.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, thank you, son. Yeah. You make
4: me happy. I said yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Um, well, happy anniversary. Uh, we're we're going to get going here. But I love you, and thanks for answering today. Because you didn't answer yesterday. (laughs) All right?
4: My pleasure. I hope it was everybody else's, too.
0: (laughs) All right, Mom. Bye. I love you. All
4: right. Bye. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye.
0: Bye. Happy anniversary.
4: (laughs) Thank you.
1: That was awesome. Thank you, guys. only takes a moment to make a moment, man. And if that right there doesn't count, I don't know what does, man. Amazing. Like, Do they know, still it's, have
3: that truck? That's
0: oh, yeah, no,
1: no, no. <laughs> what needs the tires on, yeah, man. Exactly.
3: Yeah. No,
0: it's uh, my parents were very supportive of everything that I've done. Uh, we grew up not having a lot. I've mentioned this to you know, a couple of my friends. Actually, um, I'll end this with, I got a call today. And it was from Switzerland. And it was a friend of mine, Ramon Phillip. And he's a fiddle player, or he plays a violin. But when you play in my band, it's a fiddle and um he called me to thank me for being me and i went wait a minute what what's going on and he's sitting in his hotel room and he's in a robe and and he's like i just had to reach out to you and, and say thank you because you allowed me to be me and we're talking he's a good-looking black guy with dreads he plays violin he has a smile on his face all the time um and he said you take pride in being native american indian when i met your family they took me in and and i felt love and and they made me feel like it's okay to be me and there was no division no lines of any kind it was all love and hugs and I want to thank you for that. And I want to thank you for giving me a a chance. Um, We groomed him in our band. He was on the bus with us. I found him in the back, like five shows in, still practicing, and he was asleep back there. Tell him, dude, you've been doing enough. You've been practicing enough. Go to bed. And he just said, I want to be better every day. And he said, "I, I got that, and I learned that from you guys. I mean, he was getting the lessons from us where, hey, when we say, that lobby time is at this time. It's not five minutes after that time. Otherwise, the boss is leaving. Right. You know We're on a schedule. So he was learning all these things. And then one day he said, hey, um, I got a job, and I'm playing for this lady. Her name is Stephanie. And I'm like, oh, cool. And he goes, well, everyone else calls her Lady Gaga. <laughs> Jack- but I get a call, her, hey, Stephanie. What? And I went, amazing. <sighs> so Boom. I just watched him, and he called today, and he said... You know I'm getting to do all these cool things. He's in Switzerland playing for a president and an and like ambassador and all these people. He's in all these different places up until June. and he said it's an incredible moment, but one of the coolest moments was walking out at Mandalay Bay with Elvis Monroe, and there was a sold out show we were opening up for Brett Young, a sold out show fifty eight hundred people and he said, i'm getting to play the stage that I've watched." Numerous shows growing up in Las Vegas. And that was my moment. So he's been chasing that moment ever since. And today that call, I was like, man, I have to (laughs) have to go take a shower and get ready for this podcast. But I'm taking this with me. Um, That's what it's all about. So my guest today, I got JP Pierce from DadCast. Go to dadcast.co. I'm so grateful to be a part of that team with you and Nick. You're Dude, killing it. I,
1: I'm i just thankful for you, man, as well. Thank you. you. Know, I, I say it all the time, and, and Nick, every he contradicts me, but I say there's no dad cast, <laughs> there's no dad cast without Nick. And yeah. he goes, no, 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 there's no dad cast without you, man, which is why things are great. But you know right. what, man? I really don't think there'd be much of a dad cast without you either. Thank so you. So thank you. No, I appreciate it. It's Thanks. For re- and, and keep them coming. Oh,
0: it, no, <laughs> I've got him. I, I gave you your first female yes, you did, right man, now just yesterday. That. Yeah. You know, we got Robert James over here. Good luck with your film. Uh, we're all going to go watch it. Give me the name of it again. One more time. One step ahead. One step ahead.
2: Also, thank you so much for having me on here because promoting film is way different than music or podcasts because... You just have the one movie i can't go tour and do stages and you know bars or nothing like that i can't just you know keep you know it's it's very very different uh marketing so this is a big help so thank you so much i really
0: appreciate being here oh you're very welcome i'm i'm honored to have you here and did you enjoy this moment
3: this was great yeah great very inspiring
0: you my mom will say hey brian you just got your first hero on and i believe her um, thank you for what you do. I got to shake your hand. And I'm, I'm going to say that my daughter, she used to think that I knew every military person <laughs> in a uniform because I would walk up since, you know, she was little. I would walk up to anyone in uniform and shake their, and hand. Shake their hand and yep. say, thank you for their service. And she didn't understand until she was a teenager. We were getting our baggage at an airport and there was, must've been 60. There were, Going off to do some, you know, what do you do that where you're training? Yeah, training. Exactly. Um, What would you call that? um,
3: Like a a fob. They go do fobs. Okay. Like if it's a pre deployment type thing or.
0: Yeah. So, and I walked up to each one of them while they were getting their suitcases and shook all their hands. And that's when she said, There's no way you knew all of them. (laughs) And I went, I do not. And this is why I do it because you do what you do and did so i could do what i do and i want to thank you for that and i wanted to make sure that i could look you in the eyes and each one of those soldiers and say thank you i wear my dad's dog tag every day yeah this is what i wear my dad's a marine and always a marine so donnie thank you so much and i hope that that producer Chase and I surprised you today. Very and and very this much. was a cool moment for you because this, this was a cool moment for me. I'm honored. And well, you it made was great. this great.
3: It's, it's going to keep me inspired for the next couple of years. So. That's perfect. <laughs> well, Motivation, motivation, motivation.
0: And we're going to go ride together too. Absolutely. You know, so, so with that said, uh, I want to thank sticky Paw studios, um, John at action Uh Thank you so much. For this my boy say hi and goodbye to everybody uh my producer chase he's like running all the buttons right now there you go and bye (laughs) short and sweet so hopefully today we had a chance to help inspire in one little bit or you found something in someone in one of my guests today that helps you move forward across that line into that special world uh, my name is Brian Hopkins and this is a Hero's Journey podcast. Thank you so much.
4: Dream,
0: and I believe it's coming around, it's coming around to me. <laughs>